Hello, hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening to each and every one of you, wherever you are in this world. Thank you so much for joining us today for another segment of Focus Females Global Chat Cafe Saturday Morning Motivation Show here. We're celebrating 10 years of the Healing Through Hurt iTalk Radio Network. While we're waiting for everyone to get on, I see Brother Gene is joining us over in the show chat room. Good morning to you. (laughs) Uh, He was already complaining because he had made a request for us to change to another one of Tori Lee's songs, finally, and he didn't hear it playing, so naturally he was over there complaining to me, but it was playing because that's what we started with. And since our opening chimes just suddenly died, well, now we're going to start off with my Tibetan singing bowl. And as you all heard, that's how we're going to ring in our programs and we're going to end. I see Shauna G is joining me now. Vorpal is here. Hello, hello. Um, Shauna, let's see if we can get her on board. Good morning, good morning. How's everybody Good doing, morning, my sis. focus family? <laughs> <laughs> so I have some nursery we, rhymes going right now. So we're praying <laughs> that the nursery rhymes will last with my grandson for at least an hour, hour and a half. <laughs> I have, so I'm ready to dive in. If it gets too loud, let me know and I'll adjust the volume. I'm in a separate room, but he will follow. <laughs> Again, that's the beauty of us doing live broadcast. Today, people, is all about living your best lives. And we're going to talk about a lot of things that we can do on a holistic level um, today. And while we're still waiting for some more people to jump online, uh, many are listening in from different players. So hello, wherever you are throughout the world. So Shauna, before we get started, let me do our regular rundown of our shout outs to the countries and areas who have been supporting us week after week, month after month, year after year. And you all know that we are into week three of our month-long celebration of 10 years of Healing Through Hurt iTalk Radio Network. We have a lot to talk about today, so we're just going to jump right in. So special shout-out to Algeria, Australia, Brazil, Cambodia, Canada, Chile, China, Denmark, France, Germany, Greece, India, Indonesia, the Ivory Coast, Jamaica, Japan, Kenya, Macau, Malaysia, Mexico. Now, this is odd. We have someone here that they're not picking up the places, so this one just says name. Um, (laughs) So you'll see quite a few of them, and I'm going to honor you by saying whatever way that our list Um, Our analytics came up. We're going to honor you even though we don't know who you are. I'm going to say it aloud anyway. So name uh, New Zealand, Pakistan, the Philippines, Romania, Russia, Saudi Arabia, South South Africa, South Korea, Spain, Sweden, Thailand, Trinidad and Tobago, Turkey, the United Kingdom, the United States, unknown, unknown, unknown. 
So we have quite a few this week, um, and Vietnam rounds out our list. Welcome, welcome, wherever you are. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being with us today. As I said, today is all about holistic living and um, living your life as harmoniously as you can. Um, So what we're going to do, let me go back over to the show chat room really quickly before I turn the mic over to you, Shauna, because I believe that I don't see Tarjay on, so you have her um, editorial for this week. We do have two, as always. And the last will be from Allie B. I'll read that one, and then it will take us into, unless you want to read it, Shauna, but it it will take us into our discussion for open chat next week that will be inspired by relationship recovery. Um, So Borpo says, good morning, friends, and God bless. Um, It's Saturday. It's Black History Month. Uh, Shauna, I see you join the chat room. Season seasons changing. Welcome, welcome. Let me give you a little welcome. Seasons changing. I believe that you are first time person joining us, so welcome. If you all want to join our conversation on air, our number is six four six four seven eight four seven two six six four six four seven eight four seven two six. Once you get into the call. Press the number one on your phone And I will bring you on air So as I said, we're going to start out our show today Sean, if you're ready Since uh, I don't see um, yes. Tarjay on We're going to yeah, well, Quit calling that girl ahead. Tarjay Quit <laughs> <laughs> calling that girl Tarjay <laughs> <laughs> it is too funny. It's like I'm sorry. It did you is. say Tarjay so was her name? I'm like, love. no. <laughs> okay. so hopefully she'll join in a little bit in a little bit. But right now we're going to go ahead and start off the show with her. Gene um, <laughs> <laughs> writes, "Where's Mama Tarjay?" Right there, he goes starting. I don't so know. Early I in the morning, Jane. <laughs> So you can go ahead and start off so with let's her jump editorial. Right on in. And here, yes, here is her editorial. She starts off with a quote by Martin Luther King Jr. We must learn to live together as brothers or perish together as fools. In a time where we see so much division, at some point we have to wonder, where do we make progress toward the preservation of life if we are constantly at odds? If we are forever at odds, how can we ever be in harmony? A lot of us have heard that there's power and strength in numbers. If we can all search our souls and acknowledge the common goals, which are to live life accordingly, be kind to one another, love one another, and respect one another, we can learn to live in harmony. Otherwise, we will perish as foolishly as we live, divided and conquered. Ask yourself this question. Is my contribution to the world one that will help the next, who will in turn help the next, and do on and so forth? Or am I poisoning the next, who will in turn poison the next, and do on and so forth? Am I contributing to the uplifting of society, or am I contributing to the ignorance within society? Relax, dig deep, and search your souls. 
Because healing ourselves one soul at a time is the beginning of us having the ability to live together on one accord. That was wow. awesome as I'm trying to, like, shoo my grandson away. <laughs> He's taking the <laughs> mouse and putting it to his head here and saying hello. Um, that that was a lot to say. <laughs> that was an awesome um, editorial today. I like that because we were talking about living in harmony, um, you know, and how do we do that, you know, with all the differences that we have, um, you know, amongst different groups and political groups and, okay, and religious groups and so forth, you know, how do we learn to live in harmony? There's so much stress um, that we all right. face on day-to-day living. Um, and when we stress, we tend to, you know, what we don't realize what we're doing is actually harming our bodies. And, you know, so we begin to stress. Okay, give me mouse. We begin to stress and, okay, get take mouse back. Okay, I'm giving him the mouse back, everybody. <laughs> we begin to stress, you know, sometimes like for me, example, I had experienced my first migraine ever. Um, and this was many years ago, and I have blessings, have never really had one since then. But I didn't realize that stress can affect you months later. Like there's such a delay in between sometimes yeah. how your body responds. And I remember not even having a headache at first. I just was going about my day. And then um, I remember just like, um, it was like a deep-rooted pain <laughs> all of a sudden. It was like a, a, a headache on steroids, um, but it was more of a, it felt like pressure. And I remember telling my husband at the time, like, wow, I've never felt this before. And he had experienced migraine, so he was like, I think that's, a, you know, an onset of a migraine. And do you know that within minutes, like, and I'm just talking like three Three to five minutes, he's talking to the dog. Within three to five minutes, I literally went lights out, blind. I couldn't see my finger yeah. in front of my eyeball. And I was trying to remain calm because, you know, the children are looking, and I'm like, okay, what's going on? <laughs> and in the meantime, you know, he's like, lay down, you know, and I'm just like, oh, my gosh, like, is this my new me? You know, like, is this forever? Now, this is all within minutes. And so, right. you know, I, I laid down and got some rest and did some deep breathing and, you know, took, um, at that time I took, I think it was an anison or something. Um, and I took something for the headache and, you know, shortly thereafter, you know, my vision came back and that scared me, if you can only imagine. Um, so needless to say, I was at the doctor's the next day <laughs> and I was speaking with the doctor and I was telling her everything and she said, stress. And I said, wait a minute, yep, how, I'm, I'm good. Like, what do you mean? I'm not stressed. And that's when I learned out, she told me at that time that, you know, my stress could be delayed three to six months out. My body's just catching up to, you know, to give me a response. And right. I said, okay, well, they wanted to give, you know, what doctors do. They're, you know, they're in bed with the pharmaceutical companies. <laughs> and so she wanted to put me on all these different things, you know, oh, if you feel this coming on, take this and do that. And I'm just not a big pill taker. Um, right. And I understand that there are some medications out there that some people must take, and I'm not coming from that approach to say, hey, everyone throw out their medications out the window. Um, please follow the instruction of your doctors and use your, your own wisdom. So I am not a licensed therapist, doctor, anything like that. So take what I say, chew it, and spit out the bones, okay? 
Um, but for me, okay. taking a level that much medication was not going to be a part of my life, especially on the preventative side. Like, you want me to take this every day just in case. And I wasn't about to poison my body like that. So hence when I started to learn some alternatives, um, you know, to health to the healthcare world. Um, and I went to a chiropractor for the first time, which I was very scared to do because, you know, you just see things on TV, you know, you hear things as you grow up. And I was like, they're going to crack my body? And that's supposed to do what, <laughs> you know? Um, and my first chiropractor was a neighbor at that time. And it was one of the most amazing experiences that I've ever had in my life. <laughs> um, wow. It definitely helped with, you know, um, the headaches. Um, and it just helped with just, you know, stress. I didn't realize, you know, even the stress I was putting on my body with not standing properly, you know, not wearing, you know, proper shoes, i.e. four, five, six, and chill, <laughs> those kind of things because I'm a little short and like to be a little taller sometimes. Um and then my chiropractor said, you know what, I can keep doing this, but I really want you just to try massage. She said, because I do believe a lot of this can just be alleviated through the power of touch. So to the massage right. therapist, I went. And I was so amazed that through massage, I was able to, you know, heal those pains that the chiropractor was doing. And it's like, well, wait a minute, there must be, there's some truth to all of this. And all and all we knew was to take some Advil, Motrin, Elise, whatever it was. And let me put a little plug. Let me right. put a little, a little pause here, because I took Elise one day. I took five Elise because I was having a little bit of pain, and I didn't take them all at one time. So please, no one write us or call us and say that was stupid. <laughs> I took five Elise over a period of a, you know a time. Within, right. I was honest to say, probably within twenty. It was definitely within twenty four hours. And guess what I got? The parting gift for me taking those pills was five pill-sized, pill-like ulcers. Ironically, five <laughs> to match the number of pills that I took to relieve the pain. Right. And then, so needless to say, that particular pill is no longer in my regimen when I have pain at all. So sometimes we have to start looking like, at the alternatives, because you know how the commercials go, you know, take this pill and then they list 101 side effects in the very low tone and they quickly read through them because they don't want you to know those things. And there's a reason. So let's keep talking about, I'm going to name a few more um, alternatives, you know, for holistic healthcare practices. Um, you know, in addition to me, and I'm going to also talk about those that I have experienced personally and that I've practiced. Um, so outside of chiropractor, going to the chiropractor, getting my massages, um, you know, yoga. Yoga is an amazing um, practice that you can incorporate daily. Meditation is another great one. Acupuncture. Um, and it doesn't hurt. I tried it. I was afraid, but I tried it. Um, but I had to, I didn't read and study on it like I probably should have. So when I went to the chiropractor to relieve some pressure in my neck, that day I could barely hold my neck up. I didn't realize that my muscles were intertwining and tightening so that I couldn't get relief. And I went to the acupuncture, and I went to, and it was at the Cleveland Clinic. They have this whole holistic department or whatever. And 
the lady, I laid there, and she put all the, she you know, explained to me what she was going to do, and she placed all the needles accordingly. And believe it or not, the pain went away. It didn't last long for me because I, when I went to the garage to back out of my space, I whipped my neck too fast to look back over my shoulder, and the pain kicked right back in. <laughs> but I at least tried it. It worked for me. I've done right. it a couple more times since then. And so I think that that's something to also consider. And as I was talking, I was coming in here to I, grab one of my tonics to share with you. What do you say about that, Steve? Let I'm sorry, me, are you saying something? Uh, let me um, interject for a moment. And um, there was something that you said, and I wanted to um, step. I'm going to get to the comments over in the show chat room as well. Uh, but I know that when I was going through the process of preparing to have my spine surgery, one of the things that they do, I learned that they have a a list of things that you must go through before you reach the surgical point. So one of the things was to give cortisone shots. And uh, if you all, are, it's about, a, I want to say, a half an hour drive from where my doctor was in Ellicott City to my home. So I get a cortisone shot, and then by the time I get home, I felt okay for a short time, and then all of a sudden, by the time I'm home or later on that evening, I would be back in pain. So how many hundreds of thousands of dollars did I just pay for this needle that gave me a few minutes of comfort, even though I knew that it did not fix the problem? So um, one of the things that... Um, I want to go over here and I'll try to tie everything in together and catch up with these um, show comments are Vorpal writes, have you seen the movie Harriet? While it was exciting, I thought it was going to be boring, but it was real good. And, you know, I, I wanted to bring that up now. And so many people might say, what does that have to do with anything? Because it is Black History Month and mm -hmm. people like Harriet, they fought so that we could be free and try to live and find some type of peace and harmony if we go back to Tar's, uh, Tar J's uh, editorial for the day. It's talking about us coming together, finding our freedom. And today we're talking about freedom from the pharmaceuticals, freedom from anything that's not keeping us in tune with our bodies and nature. Um, Borpal also writes, trust my doctor, no way in hell. And that's another show for another day because, you know, so many of us people are in it for the money, for the for the the um, the fame or whatever it is. Uh, most of them are in it for money. Not all doctors are bad, but some of them are in it too. Get the kickbacks from the pharmaceuticals and such. So that's a show again for another day. Um, Fidelio Bob writes, "Good day, ladies. For me, there is no side effects. A." Eh? And we're going to talk about that because even with holistic living, there can be some side effects with using the natural herbal supplements and things. Um, and it also takes, when it's natural, it may take a little longer for it to get through our system. So we're going to try to touch on that later on today. Vorpo writes, my insurance forced the doctor on um, 2.15. Oh, no, that's some um, part of the... That's part of the idea is to say, wait, what? My insurance forced the doctor on me. 
The insurance forces me into a hospital I object to. I have no control. I refuse to trust people like that, and I take it out on the doctor just as viciously as I possibly can within the law. And um, Bob writes, Fidelio, Bob writes, for me, doctor or doctor just stands for drug retailer. That's that's a good good analogy there. I never even thought about <laughs> that, but I like that, drug retailer. And Vorpal writes, we are fools to tolerate this behavior from the healthcare industry. We, the people, make the rules, not the insurance corporations. And, you know, well, I know that here – You know, a lot of people are trying to take all of the rights away from the people. And today, again, as Shauna said, we're not doctors in that respect. I don't, my doctorate is not in medicine, not yet anyway. I'm still considering if I'm going to med school. But right now, that's not what my doctor is in. So, again, we're talking about personal um, information, personal experiences that have helped us along the way. I know that I'm not a big pill fan, a big um, medicine fan. Um, So that's what we're talking about today. These are personal experiences, our personal opinions. It has nothing to do with professional advice. If you are sick, you seek out whatever it is you need or whomever it is you need to help you. If you're in need, that's what you need to do. You make the choice. This is just a conversation for us today. Um, Fidelio Bob writes, I quit all pharmaceuticals about eight years ago, and I have never felt better. Exactly. I do agree with that. I feel much better when I'm not taking all of these different medications. I use natural remedies to support my own immune system. Yep. Um, Vorpal writes, I say we get the pitchforks and torches, storm their ivory tower. It At some point, because of the way that things are going in this world, there may have to be some type of a um, rebellion or an uprising in order for the powers that be to understand that they work for us and we don't work here for them just to be their money machines. Uh, Fidelio Bob says they they are all effects. Bob goes on to say, I am the only expert on my life. My body tells me what I need to do. And, Shauna, I guess we can delve into that, listening to our bodies um, as we go along with this discussion. Um, One of the things that I wanted to do, because this is the celebration of our 10 years, and I wanted to share that I had a uh, guest on a um, a few years ago. Her name was Alice McCall, and she wrote a book. It's a reference book for natural health and healing. Uh, It's called Wellness and Wisdom, Inspired by One Woman's Journey with Breast Cancer, actually. So I wanted to read a small excerpt from her book, The Mind-Body-Spirit Connection. There's a spiritual, mental, and emotional connection to healing and maintaining health. This has been the founding principle of both my healing practice and my health journey. You might be interested to discover that the definition of healing in a dictionary is to become whole, not to fix what is wrong. If you consider the wholeness of you the way that God made you, it includes your mind, your emotions, your spirit, and your body. 
Being whole involves having all parts of you aligned and operating from the same program, the program of your higher soul self. This is a powerful way for you to be linked with your spiritual purpose and agreement for this lifetime. I thought that that was a very, very um, powerful um, statement there. And it this is what today's show is about, people. Um, Vorpal writes, what the hell happened to privacy? Nowadays, the doctors and hospitals do not respect your privacy in any manner. They practically mm-hmm. print my private information in the newspaper. Well, it is evident that they say that they won't, but it's evident that they are selling our information the same way that if we do a web search, all of a sudden on social media, it'll show up in our ads. Um, so someone is doing something that's not right. So I do agree with that as well. So, Shauna, go back. You were yeah. about to tell us about a tonic that you take. I did, but I want to um, say, make sure that, you know, just because there may be some listeners who maybe not um, – this isn't a practice for them. The holistic living, they, you know, they're not ready. They haven't made that transition yet or have gained knowledge. So I just want to just give a simple, simple, simple definition of what, you know, holistic living is um, because we hear the word, but sometimes people really don't understand that it's just simply a form or an approach of healing, right? They considers the whole person, the whole, the whole person, meaning, you know, body, mind, spirit, which includes emotions, Okay. Um, So just know that we understand that in order to be whole and to heal, we have to, you know, touch on all those areas. And so that's why we're given these different alternatives um, to um, our regular healthcare practices and to more of a holistic because we know that some doctors, um, they don't practice or prescribe a holistic lifestyle um, while you do have some that do. But because of insurances and pharmaceutical purposes, some doctors are hindered, and they choose not to share with you that there are definitely alternatives. So one of the, um, you know, one of the alternatives is, you know, obviously nutrition. Um, and he was so quiet five seconds ago while Steve was talking, and he came over here and found me again. Um, so one of the things that I was introduced to was um, a lady, and I'm not going to butcher her title, but I know that she is like a chemist and something else. So she literally mixes, she has a store uh, here in Ohio in Lakewood and she literally mixes things up. And I went to her store for something and she said, I was like, what is all this? It's a whole wall of a lot of different tonics, right? And she said, well, what are you looking for today? And I said, well, you know, me being who I am, I'm like, I'm just inquisitive. I just want to know what you have. And I said, you know, but however, I struggle sometimes when the weather, with the weather changes and here it's been so up and down. I'm like, you know, like sinuses, I just want to make sure my immune stays intact um, so that I don't, you know, go under here with these, you know, everything that's around. And um, so she, ha- she handed me a couple bottles and she said, take each one bottle. And she said, and hold it and place it, you know, right over here, like hold it um, between like on your sternum. And I, she was like, and just allow... It's a, you know, each thing to call you and we'll figure out which one it is. So I was like, it's going to call me. So I said, okay. And I said, um, I grabbed the first bottle and I put it on my, you know, grabbed it with one hand and the fist and I put my other hand over it. And I just, you know, I kind of just sat there and I felt a pull kind of to the right. But I was just like, ah, oh, that's just me losing balance, which is common. 
And so she gave me a couple bottles, and we ended up with one that she calls literally the Immune Atomic. And in it, it has rose hips, elderberries, hibiscus, nettle, um, lemongrass, fennel, ginger, and raw local honey, and topped off with a little brandy. (laughs) So I actually take this every single day to combat cold, catching the flu, because everybody, I mean, I don't know if everyone knows, but elderberry is amazing to take to help you um, fight against catching colds and flu. And especially with all these different viruses going around right now, you know, we do need to take a more proactive approach um, to keeping us on the healthy side. Do you, did you hear, see Maria, that, um, you know, with this new coronavirus, they said in Cal- a lab in California um, within hours created a new vaccine. Within hours mm-hmm. they created it. Did mm-hmm. you hear that? Now, yeah, I did. I, I did. To me, did you find that odd? I found it quite odd. <laughs> Not surprising, but odd. Like, hmm, you got a, they happen to get a hold of the makeup of the virus and was able to create this amazing vaccine within just a few hours. I don't take the flu shot. No, exactly. But yet, Shauna, people Mm -hmm. are still dying from this. And I said from day one, I said two things. I said, first of all, it's a way for population control. I said, technically, I said it's human engineered. Then, but as quickly as they said, they had that. You haven't heard too much about that anymore. Exactly. That's the thing that I'm noticing is that it, it, as soon as it had come, it was gone. It was like, oh, so you have something to stop this, but you choose not to. Well, because now the world um, terror hasn't, you know, it just hasn't gotten the hype that it needs to, and it hasn't killed off enough people. So, you know, and they know that they know that people have, short attention spans. So they're going to milk this for as long as they can, and then they're going to make this this savior-all cure that every country is going to want to invest in. Then they're going to try to market it as, as you can do this as a vaccine like the flu, so to prevent you from catching this if it flares up again. And I can just see it. It's like an, an age-old script they're playing out, but again, people don't pay attention. And shame on us, and shame on us. We have to, we have to pay attention. The pharmaceutical, they're going to keep coming out with different things just to keep wheeling us in. Oh, they think they've gotten away from us. Let's do this. <laughs> no, they think they're going to move in that direction. Let's do that. So we just have to be more aware, um, you know, as to what is really going on. And, again, just take a proactive approach because, you know, we're responsible for ourselves. You know, our bodies can heal themselves. Now, of course, you can't go out and just do anything and everything and take every, ingest everything you want and expect your body to operate, you know, at full capacity. It's, that's not going to work. You have to incorporate eating clean, you know, into your life. You can't down you know, whatever, and then say, oh, my arteries are clogged? Oh, how does that happen, <laughs> you know? So, again, you just have to take yeah. a proactive approach. Um, 
And so we're going to, let me just dive up my thing. I want to go back up because everyone's saying some things. Let's say uh, Bob said, Big Pharma, vote with your dollar. Don't buy their poisons. Um, Warple says there's um, YouTube University, home remedies for every ailment. Are you aware of the codex? What is that? Elementarist? I have no idea what that is. We would have to Google that. Um, it was written and used as a guideline for the World Health Organization. It prescribes vitamins and nutrients. It, it prescribes vitamins and nutrients or toxins. Okay, I would have to definitely read up on that before I actually um, make comments to that. Um, Bob says, Dr. Bergman, yes, I've heard a lot about that doctor, has a great video on coronavirus. It has 98% survival rate, and the media, media coverage is just more fear-mongering, hey? And Vorpal says, 2% death rate is nothing to scoff at. Never eat GMO food, never. And Bob mm-hmm. says, the flu kills more than 2%. Um, and then Gene says, yep, every election year there is a disaster or a threat of some kind that they use as a campaign platform to win by fear. I'm your savior, vote for me. And I absolutely agree with that, um, with all of that. Um, let me go back up. There's the one thing I will caution people because in the world of YouTube University, while there is some really great information out there and some resources out there, we also have to be careful of everything that is out there because not everybody understands and has done the study and the research and is knowledgeable enough to guide you along your journey. So please, you know, you know, take advantage of the free world web, but don't. But just be mindful of who you listen to and what you choose to practice. Um, and again, right. we are not doctors, licensed medical doctors. Um, so, if there's anything that you ever want to incorporate into your new lifestyle, please, if you're on other medications or seeing a physician, please consult with your physician um, to get their okay, or at least to have a better understanding of what's going to be best for you. So we talk about, um, you know, the different aspects and areas, you know, of, you know, holistic health, right? And so how do we, how does that apply in life? Because oftentimes we always hear conversations, but we don't sometimes hear, you know, what, how to apply, how to make it work for you. So when we talk about the different aspects, oh, goodness, hold on one second. I spilled something there. Just pick that up. I was wondering why the dog was just focusing on licking one area of the carpet. I spilled some apple juice just there. Um, So some of the, you know, let's think about the five aspects, right? We're talking about um, physical, (coughs) excuse me, we're talking about physical, we're talking about um, mental, you know, emotional, social, spiritual, right? Um, Oops, I just knocked over the grandbaby. Sorry, y'all, if y'all heard. (laughs) Bumped right into him. Um, So on the physical health, you know, and that's what we normally think of. When someone says, you know, we got to get our health together, usually that's the first thing that people um, think of is just the physical. And there's so much more than that. Um, Of course, what can we say? How do you help yourself heal physically? Drink your, you know, drink the amount of water that's good for you. I'm not going to say how much you have to drink. I personally try to drink a half. Um, of my weight size and ounces a day, um, sleeping. You know, it's we have to get our sleep. We cannot, you know, 
operate to the fullest and give our body, if we don't give our body enough time to heal. Um, so, of course, you know, as we always have heard, you know, you want to try to target that eight hours of sleep. There are some other, you know, studies and discrepancies out there, but I probably get about seven, six and a half, seven hours of sleep some nights. Um, and maybe one night on a weekend I might be able to manage eight, which is amazing. And that gives us time for our body to rest, you know, and repair itself. Um, we talk about physical. We're talking, you know, like we said earlier, you know, eating uh, more nutritional meals. Um, you know, you can debate and you can weigh the options of organic versus non-organic um, and things like that. You can, you know, have your debate on whether you should eat meat or not. You have to do what you feel is best for you. I cannot tell you that. Um, and just also, you know, reduce the sugar intake. You know, reduce the sugar intake because um, that's going to help, you know, with fighting some diseases. You know, like diabetes is a big issue in some of the communities. And so if you want to be proactive, you got to take that out your um, diet. So then we move over to... Uh, let's go emotional next, right? So we talk about emotional, we talk about mental health. And so when we talk about mental health, it becomes, oh, my goodness, you know, that's a, this is, that's the illness, that's a huge, that's a disease. But then how do we, what can we do to help our, our emotional state, right? You know, maybe practice, we hear about mindful, mindful meditation, mindfulness, you know, and being aware and present. That can help with your emotional state. You know, if you need therapy, you need to speak with someone, by all means, please find someone to do so, you know, and keeping a journal. I don't know about you. I know you probably keep, like, several different journals, see, but keeping a journal can help you, you know, lay out your thoughts, and you can process them, um, process them by, you know, looking at them and, like, oh, okay, that makes sense or that doesn't make sense, um, and that's huge. Um Keeping with the emotional will just tie because mental and emotional kind of, they have some close ties together. Um, so things that we can do, again, you want to eat nutrient, you know, nutritionally. Dense foods are great. You want to get those antioxidants um, and omega-3, you know, omega-3 fatty acids. That helps reduce inflammation. Turmeric is amazing for inflammation. Um, you know, you want to... You know, maybe avoid excessive um, drinking and smoking and, you know, some of, some of the other recreational drugs that are out there. Um, yeah. Improving your yeah. gut health. Okay, so I didn't realize this, um, you know, years ago. I'm more aware of it now. But you know how they, the gut health. I'm like, well, what do you mean improve my gut health? You know, I didn't realize that a lot of illnesses can start in the gut, you know, in our digestive system because, you know, we're stuffing it with all these bad foods and, you know, where I'm from, we say pop, <laughs> you know, all these bad things and our digestive systems really aren't working. And so then you hear everyone say, oh, take a probiotic or a prebiotic. And, um, but also one of another, you know, something if you don't want to do like a, a probiotic, um, what is it, bone broth? Have you ever had that, C? No. Okay, so bone broth is an option um, that you can look into to help improve that gut health. Um, so what we we did those we did we oh spiritual spiritual and social so spiritual that can be a whole um, show in itself 
Um, but spiritual wellness does play a factor. It doesn't have to become a religion, so we don't have to, con- you know, convert everyone over to be this or that. But just, you know, take time, spend some time when it's warmer, <laughs> or if you can stay on the weather. I think it's like 10 degrees or something here where I am. But spend time in right. nature. You know, get um, some fresh air in those lungs. Get out there and breathe deep. Now, if you have asthma, if you're in like the Midwest and the areas that are cold, if you go out there and take a deep breath, you're not going to be, uh, you're not going to do well physically at that moment. So please don't try that. But wait till the weather is pleasing to your taste and go out there and just enjoy nature. We talked about being near water a couple weeks ago, I believe it was. You know, there's benefits of being around water and just listening to the water. Um, great for great for meditating. It is being outside is really, really great for meditating. Um, And if you are a religious person and you subscribe to a particular faith or denomination, whatever those practices are that, you know, fall in line with that, you know, by all means, practice your faith. So we have some comments going. You want to take a peek real quick, C, or you want me to go through those? Yeah, I'm going to uh, go over. Let me go up some because I know that we have to scroll back up some. Um, where did we stop with you? Did we stop with Jean's comment? Yes, yeah, I both for me. Jean. I believe that is. Yep. So, Vorpal writes the Codex Alimentarius is what um, wants us to eat GMO food and starve to death while um, starve to death with full bellies, so we won't rebel, rebel. Um, Fidelio Bob writes, whatever resonates with my heart is my truth, eh? Borpal writes, Georgia guides guide stones. Seven billion people must die. Only 500,000 will survive to become the slaves for the elite overlords. Um, you need one gallon of water per, per day. Well, mm, it, sometimes that... The water issue is still sort of up in the air. Um, some say that it's it's a portion of your weight. Um, some people, one gallon is way too much. It tends to poison their system, depending on their weight and their body mass. Um, again, the more that we talk about these types of things, the more that we get to... Um, the more that we get to understand the different options that we have in this world. Uh, where did we stop off? In, uh, Bob says, in what sensory were all the women healers slaughtered? The campaign has been going on for centuries. True. Um, people need to know this stuff if they are going to st- store supplies, and that's true too, um, Vorpal. But again, when we're talking about storing supplies, everything does have a shelf life to a degree, and some things get more potent the longer that they sit past their life. So that's, again, a show for another day that we really need to look into. Survival is 90% mental, and I'm just mental enough to prove it. And then uh, Fidelia Bob writes, for me, there's no such thing as mental illness. My depression, which lasts for 20 years, was not an illness but a gift, a spiritual wake-up call, and a natural response to living in such a corrupt society. And I say this again, that this show is about everyone's personal 
um, beliefs and opinions, not necessarily for everyone, because I hear what Bob is saying. My depression for me is a hindrance that I fight with every single day of my life, and um, I don't consider it a gift, only in the respect that because I experienced this, that it helps me to be that beacon of light because other people who are suffering from depression know that I'm walking this journey with them and they can see that even though it's a struggle, I'm still fighting through it every day. So that's how I share in my journey and my transparency that helps me to be that beacon of light for others who are looking for someone who understands where they are. So again, this show is about respect and um, people having their own opinions about things. But again, we have to take what we need to make us better in life. Um, Vulparite society makes me sick. Everybody is a hater, and they are definitely out to get you. Vulpal goes on to say, you have no choice. You have to get in the hater's face just to establish boundaries which they consistently challenge. Vorpal, if you're here next week when we do relationship recovery for our open chat, um, we will be delving into that type of um, situation, and uh, the ending editorial from Allie B will be the setup for that. And um, it was the pain of depression. Uh, Fidelio Bob writes, I am the Q. He goes on to say, it was the pain of depression that drove me to find my way through. My feeling, not thinking. I am just sharing my own personal life experience, eh? Exactly. And that's another thing that I wanted to share, Bob, is the fact that I knew that I didn't want to keep taking that beautiful, pretty colored purple pill every day for my depression. I didn't want to get into that vicious cycle because the pharmaceuticals set up medications where it fixes one problem, but it causes another. If we go back to what Shauna said earlier, she took five pills and she ended up with five ulcers because probably wherever each one of those um, pills landed caused her. Uh, Bob, I thought that that was you. I'll get to that as soon as I'm done reading all of the comments. Um, Bob, freedom is an inside job, eh? It's an inside job, but some people need help to get there. And um, Exactly, exactly. And let me see, there's some others. I have to move some things around so I can see who else has um, joined the conversation. Again, Bob is coming on. This is our tomorrow man who's talking to us <laughs> from tomorrow, and we are your yesterday people. So how are things out there in Australia from the land down under? Well, ladies, I've got a map of the world where Australia's at the top. It's all relative, eh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, I just just quickly would uh, like to to share on this whole um, mental health thing. Um, and, you know, if I go on too long, just say something like rabbits and I'll shut up. But um, I had my first panic attack in 1984, and that began a cycle of um, taking antidepressants in a, in a period of over 25 years I took them all but um, I've got an amazing intellect and I was working in research so I, I researched all these uh, 
antidepressants and developed a, a database of their their effects and there are no side effects they they try to say side effects but every everything you feel from taking these medications is an effect they use this side effect thing to sort of play the bad side down but all antidepressants I ever took have one common denominator and that's they produce feelings of anxiety depression and suicidal thoughts and as I said I've got a great intellect but I'm a slow learner it took me 20 years to realize that this is a no-brainer I am taking these medications that are just keeping me in that loop you know Big Pharma doesn't want cures, it wants to maintain its customer base. So one day I sat down with the pain of depression, which is very, very real for me anyway, and I asked myself this question, um, Bob, what's the longest relationship you've ever had in your life? And the answer was, well, it's with me. Well, ergo, I am the only expert on my life. Why am I listening to other people telling me there's something wrong with me? So where is this pain coming from? And it was the pain that drove me to go back and heal the wounds of my childhood. Because in my childhood, I'd learned from my mum who always beat me that, you know, mum's always beaten me, therefore she doesn't love me, therefore I'm unlovable and it's all my fault. And the second message I got from mum was, and the world's a dangerous place because I was getting beaten. And so... That's where the anxiety came from, you know, because as a child, I was anxious all the time. And because I hadn't healed that, I, I subconsciously absorbed that message and took it into adult life. And, and then the message I got from my dad was, dad never spends any time with me, therefore he does not love me. Therefore, I'm unlovable and it's all my fault. And so it's those internalized messages that I took into adulthood during childhood, I developed survival skills based on fight or flight to survive. And I did survive, you know, I'm testament right. to that. Right. But those right. unconscious, right. subconscious behaviors I took into adult life. Now, with that realization and healing the wounds of childhood is maybe the most powerful work I've ever done. You know, I, I th threw the antidepressants away about oh, over eight years ago. And I say... For me, we are all Sue. We're all sovereign, unique, and equal. And I'm just sharing my own life experience. I don't have anybody else's answers. But I believe that but just through people sharing their own stories, we help to heal each other. So for me, there is no such thing as mental illness. And I'll just use this last one as a quick example. And, um, you know, most of our soldiers and that, you know, they're taking lots of antidepressants and so there is this um this condition called post-traumatic stress disorder now if, if if you if you get out of your head and get into your heart for me the biggest wound of the soul would be to take the life of another human being the biggest sin that anybody can actually you know carry out or even witness to witness the taking of another life leaves a wound of the soul and so there's a price to pay for obeying your programming. Well, it's honorable to what? invade another country and shoot people. It's the pain of the soul that manifests as the symptoms of PTSD. For me, 
it just it just makes so much sense. And people are trying to think their way through um, mental, uh, you know, depression and PTSD. But but that's why. But over 25 years, no psychologist or psychiatrist has ever claimed to heal anybody because they're working with the mind. And all of these things are just a message from the soul telling you, slapping you, come on, wake up, get real, live the, live the beautiful human being that you were born to be. Okay, I'll shut up now. <laughs> I could go on for hours because this but, is so important. Again, you, 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 you touched on you, something. You touched on that something. I think that... that I think I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting, getting a, a little bit of echo. Yeah. I'll mute myself. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So what, so what, what happened is you said something that people, I think that people are looking for their answers out of the minds and mouths of others. And a lot of people, I think the society or the powers that be know that people aren't going to take the time to research for themselves, to look up all of these things. I, um, when Shauna was talking about your gut health, your gut health and all of that, I was in Alice's book and it says overhaul, overall good for the stomach and gastrointestinal tract. Uh, apple, apple cider vinegar, blueberry, brown rice, burdock, carrot, ginger. Ginger is great for a lot of things. Um, yes, it is. Kombucha, lemon, licorice, mm-hmm. lime, millet, um, um, miso, pear, peppermint tea, quinoa, slippery elm, tempeh, um, turnip greens, umeboshi and winter squash just to say a few and then it goes into what aids digestion a few of those are the acai berry allspice apricot artichoke avocado bay leaf um burdock root um brazil nuts calendula um ginger again kombucha lemon lime miso oregon grape root um, peppermint tea again, radish, romaine, um, oh wait, yeah, romaine, rosemary, sauerkraut, that's a give or take there, hmm, slippery elm, tamari, tempeh, um, turmeric, and umeboshi, so, so again, these are all natural things that are occurring that we can use. It's not going to be a quick overnight cure. It also comes down to, and Sean, I'm sure you will agree, taking care of your health, keeping your weight at a healthy weight. I was sharing with yeah. someone that after I reach a certain plateau, my body starts to respond in really ugly, ugly ways. So in doing that, I know that it's time to lose weight. And I shared today that I got up last week and I said, I need to do this for me. So I'm down by 10.1 pounds, and I'm Yay! keeping um, it going. Yay! Woo-hoo! <laughs> oh, let me hit my... Right. Ding! <laughs> so I want you all to understand, again, I'm on this journey with you. I do have... Um, Tara J is over. She was trying to log in, and um, she keeps getting some type of an error message, so... I'm jumping back and forth to see if she has a comment for um, us. I'll read it on air for her because she can't get into the chat room. Not sure 
Um, if anyone knows the steps she needs to take to log in properly to our show chat room, you can share that on air because I've been on here for 10 years, so I'm not too sure how to even do that anymore. Um, quickly over in our show chat room. Um, 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 I'm sorry, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is she, here? is she, let me, let me back up before for Tarjay. She can't get into the chat. She can get into blog talk, but she can't get to the chat. She's saying. Correct. She can't get into the chat. I just think you just, um, once you log in and you're actually at the channel, your channel, you just actually have to scroll down. Um, it took me the first time a couple of minutes to find it. Oh Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So maybe um, that's it. Maybe, and I, maybe close, like but, Jean said, maybe close out of your browser and relaunch it could also help. Oh yeah. Um, and but but before you jump into the comments, I wanted to because there's a movie coming out. Um, the trailer just dropped by an upcoming um, director. His name is Mike Berry, B E R R Y, and he's coming out with the um, the trailer just dropped and it's called A State of Mind. And he took he wanted to um, do a movie that would look at depression uh, differently, you know, one that where it can speak to everybody and anybody, no matter you know age or color or anything. Um, but I, it's a great trailer. You can YouTube, um, you know, search it on YouTube for the trailer, "A State of Mind" by Mike Berry. And I believe the movie's um, launch date or the day it starts in, is in June. I think around June twentieth. So check him out, um, and it's coming from some personal experiences from him with depression. Um, and so I think the more we talk about it, the more we become knowledgeable about it, the more that we can recognize it and, you know, help others, and so we can help others heal and also to heal ourselves. Wow, okay. I will definitely look that up. Chat. Yeah, let me go back yeah. to the chat because we've had, and there's a lot of stuff. I never know. Yes. If I thought yes. where we didn't end, you know, just know that I didn't skip you. I just can't keep up with you guys. Let's see <laughs> where. Go all the way back to. What time? Sam? Um, um, 190951. Oh, okay. Let me scroll back down. I went past it. So, Vorpal. Of all the countries on earth, only Australia understand America's lust for independence. And then he goes on to say, I grew up in the 60s. We had bullies, insults, public tobacco smoking, and we survived. Today's people are scared of their own shadows uh, for crying out loud, safe spaces. Could they be any more childish? Hmm. People aren't adults anymore. I guess we can look at that in a couple different ways. Yeah, there was a lot of public tobacco smoking, and there were a lot of strokes and things like that that came with it. So um, we have to look at it at both sides. Um, I do believe that people may be afraid of their own shadows, but shadow work is a whole other topic for another show. Um, Bob says, I found my answers um, or soul Solutions, solutions, solutions. I'm thinking he meant or solutions. Okay, within my heart, and I am very. Bob, I agree with that (laughs) with the solutions because I always say that everything we need is um, is can can be found within. Um, so I'm definitely in agreement with that. Vorpal says people are emotional children, young children at that. Um, well, thanks. That's your opinion. Um, and we thank you for that. But, you know, there are actually people that have, you know, things that they're actually dealing with that we, when we don't have understanding and we don't know the person, 
that it's easy for us to um, judge. And here on Focus, we don't like to judge, and we try not to judge or come across as judgmental because we understand, you know, everyone's, um, whether you want to label it as a struggle or what their journey is, is their journey and it's their truth. And we are here to support them any way that we can and know how. Um, I think that, Bob. let me interject uh on that one. On that one, I think that Vorpal, I mean, what we're saying now is that even, let's take the government in this country right now. A lot of people say that it's run by children. Um, a big baby who's very um, acting very childish or retaliation and all of these things. And we are in a me first, me, me, me. And as children, sometimes they don't want to share. They don't want to do this. It's all about them. And if we look at it through those eyes, um, there is some some definite issues going on here where people, we're being divided in such an ugly way now. I think that you know, uh, not everyone, of course, nothing that anyone says applies to everyone, but there are some things going on in society. Now, we can sit here. We're from all over the place, all over the United States, all over the world. We have people listening in and joining in. But there are shows, oh, as I told you earlier, there was a show that was on yesterday where these were adults, and they were talking about the Valentine's thing and singles and blah, blah, blah. Well, the sisters went into every other word was a curse word, and it was very juvenilistic in the conversations from old heads, as I call them. So in that respect, that's just an example that could be equated to Vorpal's um, uh, a comment where mm-hmm. – and, and I can understand that. In, I just tried to yeah. – and I just try to, yeah. um, I don't, I try not to, and if you ever, if any of my listeners ever hear me do it, please call me on it. I don't like to um, name call or, you know, like, because it puts, I feel for me, it lowers my energy vibration. Um, and that's just me. You know, I, do I see things being done in, you know, in the big house that may, I may not agree with? Absolutely. Um, but I, but because, some people that are in the big house, they reduce themselves to name calling and things like that. I just care not to join them on that platform. That's all. But I do understand what Borple is stating and what you're defending. I do. But that's just me. <laughs> I, I'm not really defending more so than um, defining. I think that we, you know, I may have choos- chosen the word immature, but um, I get, I get, I think I get what, what Vorpal is trying to say. Um, and I wanted to make sure that people understood that, um, I, oh, I don't, well, we're going to move on from that, but you no, can keep get, reading the comments and I'll no, come I, back I to that. You saying. know what I mean? No, I totally, yeah, no, no, I get totally what you're saying. Um, I don't know where I left off. Let's go back up to Vorpal. He uh, said people. Oh, no. Bob? Nope. Bob. Nope, 57. Okay. 57. Okay. So Vorpal says people are freaking ridiculous, and they actually expect me to take them seriously. Bob says he suggests you Google 
um, The Gift of Depression by Bob Eden. Again, Google The Gift of Depression by our Bob Eden. Um, Borpa goes on to say, when they say my pronoun Z, I correct them and say, no, your opinion is loony. And Bob shares... Your, pro- uh, your pronoun is loony, whatever. That right. um, Bob, We might need to talk about that for some cor- for some clarification because I'm not following that name on that one. Yeah. So, so drop a... Um, and, give us a little more uh, background and understanding on that one, Borpa. Um, Bob shares the YouTube link to the gift of depression. Um, and I'll just say it, you know, you go to YouTube and backslash Don HR12GX7Y. I'll spell it out. YouTube backslash Don D-O-N-H-R-1-2-G-X-7-Y. And that'll get you to the gift of depression um, by Bob Eaton. Gene says, oh, he's saying that yeah. he knows that it's worth it for him for signing in and out. Did you get in, Tarjay? Let us know if you were able to close out that browser and relaunch it because um, we would love for you to join in. Vorpal says, remember, the chat takes a good three minutes. Yes, it does. It's, there is, it takes time for the audio to load and to get started. And Vorpal's going back to the movie Harriet is a better movie. Um, Harriet has gunfights. Bob says, oh, no, 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 no. now, 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 Vorpal. We're not going to talk about gunfights and things because people will hear the gunfight part and leave off right. all of the positive information. Right. And now, 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 um, <laughs> that's so, not um, that right there. Yeah, we don't want people to yeah. overlook what we're saying and the positive to with think, the, oh, gunfight. With the right. current climate in this country with so much gun violence, now that in that respect, um, we want people to come back on track and not just hear that particular part. Because people will take that part and run with it, especially if they're in right. a vulnerable place right now. Exactly, exactly. Um, so Bob goes on to say, I know I could not change my past, but I could go back and heal it. So he did. I face my demons, and now I am content with me. Bob, we love you. <laughs> we enjoy you, Bob, and we, are, we really appreciate um, you sharing um, a lot of your journey you know, of how you saw things in the past and, you know, how you evolved to who you are today and how you see things. So that's, that's awesome. Um, Vorpo says, in caps, good call. Our politicians are children, all of them. Not one is exempt. And Bob says, a good use for all politicians. Landfill, ha, ha, ha. And Vorpo joins him with an LOL and says, then Vorpo goes on to say, I am big on mandatory boot camp <laughs> for all 18-year-olds. Good mother drill sergeant will teach each and every child what the baseline morality of this country is. And then he goes on to say the college, the college children no longer acknowledge there are only two genders. Instead of being called he, she, they make up their own like Z. Yeah. Um, oh, that's a show for that, another day. Yeah, like that's a whole other show. <laughs> That's a whole nother issue. Because take into consideration, I, I was mm-hmm. looking the other day, who was it? Dwayne Wade or somebody who he okay. and his wife were introducing their child who used to be a boy who's now a girl. And then you have several others who their children are just waking up and saying, you know, I want to be a girl. I'm a boy, but I want to be a girl. I'm a girl and I want to be a boy. I'm like, all these Hollywood stars now have these children who want to be transgendered and this and that. Is this something that 
actually happen, happening naturally, or is this something that's being incited and inspired by status or whatever? Because, you know, our children, if they wake up and say, hey, I want to go to school as a girl, that's not going to go over well with most of their peers. Um, I don't know if you saw the other day where they had the young, the uh, Asian child, the student who was beat up by um, some school kids because they, allegedly because they were afraid of the coronavirus. Um, if oh, wow. you have a child boy and they walk in and they're in a dress like these stars are doing with their children or some of them now, what is it called? Gender fluid or whatever it is on any given day. Again, a discussion for another day, but that is an interesting point that you brought up. And, um, I think that we could link it all to such all of these changes that are going on in the world, but we're going to bring it back home, back to our living our best lives and walking in our truths and living holistically as we can. Um, I'll let you finish up the, um, there's like three more comments and then we'll go back into our discussion. So yeah, Bob says, if you want to know what gender you are, just look in your pants simply. Hey, and Vorpal says them's the ones I call loony. Bob says, creation does not make mistakes. And Vorpal says, it's a fact. Guys want to see the Western over the chick flick. Yeah. And those were our comments up yeah. to this point. Now, yep. yeah, we'll, we'll, you, uh, we'll move on because I said that would be, a, that, like you said, it would be a show for another day. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I'll just write that down and add that to our um, probably an open chat discussion. So, yes, that'd be good. Open chat. But it's killing me to say, as a track, you know, running track growing up, um, there was a case, and I have to do some research for open chat as to where it was, but there was a case where, um, you know, someone transgender who who wants to identify themselves now as a female joins the female track team. And of course, it's you know, killing, <laughs> you know, the timing, like amazingly knocking the times out the roof. And the female um, athletes were saying, the female born athletes were saying like, you know, Hey, this isn't fair. Um, and so as a former runner, you know, I'm like, I could not begin to imagine having to race against someone that would be a lot more stronger um, and then try to compete and make it to States and get scholarships and things like that. So we'll open chat. Join us next week for open chat. Is it next week? Is next week open yeah. chat? Well, okay. it's probably. Well, next ne- next week we have something lined up for that open chat. This is something that we okay. need to do some more research on. So they'll probably yeah. roll into maybe next month as opposed to now okay. because you you mentioned yeah, track. And I just read mm-hmm. an article. I just read an article about a group of three parents who are taking a school to court because. Obviously, so there's some some um, some transgender students on the girls' track team, and they're taking them to court because of the disparity about that. So it's going on now. You don't have to go back yeah. very far. I just read this like yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's something that's a topic um, that we definitely need to look into, and that will definitely be a show for probably next month. Or sometime down the road. <laughs> hey, Bob, if I can send you some coffee, I would. And, you know, bless you. We really appreciate you 
because it is 1.30 a.m. where you are. So thank you for hanging up with, hanging out with us so late. We appreciate you. Um, yes. Vorpal says, really stretching to take the wrong message away from that. As a man, I feel honor bound to kick the he, she, arse for the girls. Thank you for that comment, Vorpal. So let's type, let's get back um, a little bit on track about when we were, you know, just talking about the different, you know, holistic practices, what that looks like in our life, how have we experienced it, um, and what, you know, and just for, this is what just popped in mind, like for us to have um, an open mind to look at, you know, healing and healing um, and medicine and to look at it from, you know, a different perspective. I think that you know, with Western medicine, it becomes, you know, you're sick, you go to the doctor, they give you a Band-Aid and a prescription. And a lot of the older generation, and I can even say like my dad, for instance, who was 83 years old, um, you know, he's still like, this is what has to be done. I follow all instructions that the doctor gives. I take everything that they say. And he thinks, you know, that some of the holistic, most of the holistic approaches um, it's just a bunch of junk, and he chooses not to partake, although I try. <laughs> but, you know, so there is an age gap, a difference of understanding, um, you know, and my heart breaks. But my job is to try to plant as many seeds as I can to help him and others understand that there is a different way of life um, and to take care of our lives on this side. And I hope that our listeners um you know, we just keep an open mind that pharmaceuticals um, is not the only way to heal ourselves. I just took a look, see, on my bookshelf, or one of my bookshelves, and I'm kind of chuckling within because there's a big book on my first top shelf. It's the um, the prescription for nutritional healing, kind of like those things. You know, you name, you know, you look up what you want to heal. And they give you the foods to eat and the different um, holistic approaches to take to help in that area. And I'm I'm chuckling only because it was a gift. It was almost like when I first started uh, dating the guy I'm with, that was the first book he gave me. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to have to ask, like, wait a minute, do you think I was, like, not on this path? But, yeah. And next to that I have a book, two books, one titled Eat to Live. By Dr. Joel Furman, and then there was one that's titled Eat by Ian Smith. So, to learn, you know, to understand whatever um, practice you want to, you know, whether it be nutritional practices, therapy, we taught, oh, we didn't bring up energy work, um, which is Reiki, um, is known as Reiki, which we can dive into uh, deeper. Um, which is, you know, simply a, a powerful technique um, to move energy to help heal and balance. Um, but we can go into that later. But I, whatever you want to um, start practicing, learn more of, take time and do some research, people. Take time to, I, you know, die. go ahead. No, go ahead. You can finish. Oh. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, you know, like like be proactive in your healing and, you know, do research, find some doc, some holistic doctors that you can speak with. There's tons and tons of meetup groups out there. 
um, didn't target and just focus on holistic living and healthy eating and things like that. So, you know, just again, don't YouTube and follow everyone because everyone is not a doctor in this area, but do your due diligence. And we're here right. to support you. And I want to tell you all that today I'm getting one, two, three, four, five, several comments that are coming through over on Messenger as well. And Uh-oh, one of the things that I want to um, <laughs> um, tell people is that we have a very diverse group here. And yes. there are a lot of people who agree and don't agree with things that are being discussed today. And one of the things is that um, someone writes that they see a lot of very um, older, closed-minded people today. You can't tell some people how that the hell they should feel. If they feel like a female, it doesn't matter if they were born male. Shaking their head is what they said. They mean they don't understand the feeling but it's not their body or journey. And again, and again, exactly. I want to say this, that each of us has the right to our opinions, and this show is about us airing those opinions. Um, we're from different eras. We're from different, we're from different times. I'm considered a baby boomer, possibly, perhaps, maybe, but in the same breath. My parents are also baby boomers. So how is it that they don't break up? Baby boomers is this large group of people, and I can't relate to the older boomers. There was a big shift in people who are 10 years older than me. So I don't relate to them at all. So that's, um, that's one of those things where... We don't, um, we have to be mindful of is that we're listening to comments and people who have different outlooks on things. But again, I do understand. We don't know. Maybe if we got some transgendered people, I'll put out a call to see if they can tell us what they're going through, what they feel like, when did they know, so that we can understand. We can talk about this all day long, but unless any of us is experiencing it, we cannot really be the experts on the subject. We can give our opinions all day long. Right. But we don't know exactly. that. Like I said earlier, that for me, depression is hell for me. I've shared mm-hmm. plenty of times that I fight with it. And I think I shared with you earlier this morning when we were talking. I fight with it every single second of my day. Some days yeah. are worse than others. There are days when my past comes back to haunt me, and it makes me not want to be here. But I keep fighting through, and I understand the part about not running to doctors. I don't need them to tell me what I already know. I'm a researcher, so I know what I'm looking for. I know what, mm-hmm. how to say, this is what you do. Take, do your meditation. Do your yoga. Do whatever it takes to be in tune more with nature and blah, blah, blah. That doesn't mean that it's working for everybody like that. It does not. Exactly. This show is about us giving people our experiences and our feelings and alternatives. That's the difference. Um, over at um, Tarjay, a.k.a. Tarjay writes, my aunt is in <laughs> um, um, remission from breast cancer, mm-hmm. and my cousin had gotten her into the holistic thing. She was traveling from Virginia to Maryland to have holistic treatments. 
but it's it just got to be too expensive. Four to five hundred dollar visit with all the other medical expenses she has. She did it for about a year. Now, this is the thing that I can say that my again, my personal journey with this is like this book. I learned what things work. We always mention turmeric, turmeric, turmeric. It's one of the greatest things in the world for anti-inflammatory properties alone. Um, but as we're going through this book that even I'm reading now, there's so many vegetables and fruits and things that we love to eat that are natural combatants of all of these things. The other day, just um, this week, I had bought a skirt, and I buy clothes sometimes that are my, my um, when I reach certain goals and things, this is what I'm going to wear. I put this skirt on, it slid up, I could fasten it fully. And, you know, one thing that we do, for those of you who don't know, sometimes we'll wear an outfit, and the zipper will come up almost all the way, and then the top part, we just can't button it or, or clamp it properly, so we'll just tuck that in and keep it going and put a shirt on that covers up that part. We look fierce, but we know that, our skirt isn't on fully, even though the zipper is holding to a point. Well, now I can pull up those outfits and totally button them and clasp them, not because of anything medically that I was doing, but because of me learning how to take a more holistic approach, eating the right foods, eating the foods that I know that combat fat, learning when to eat these certain foods, when are they most potent, for my system. There are some things that work better at night when we're sleeping as opposed to when we're up and we're running around and doing all of this. That's not the same. Or like, for instance, when I found out that I had cholesterol issues, medication for that and some foods work better at night when your body is calm. Because if you're eating all the things to combat your cholesterol problem, but during the day you're having high-fat foods and lunch and dinner and happy hours and some people drink and all of that plays into it. So that's putting more harm on your liver and making it work harder. And then it's either going to stay the same because one is outruling the other or you're getting nowhere fast, so it's going to make things worse. So again, you have to look and research for yourself. And to TRJ, there's a lot of books. Like I said, you might want to give her a reference book for natural um, health and healing, um, wellness and wisdom, and wisdom inspired by One Woman's Journey with Breast Cancer by Alice McCall. She may want to pick up that book. It is chock full of so much good information that can um, could help her do this at home without her going on those long drives. There's something she can do for herself. And, of course, save that money and that time and that travel and take that stress off of her for the, you know, the, just to have to move from state to state alone to help her because, as Shauna said earlier, Stress plays a huge role in all of this, a huge role. So we have to find ways where we can help ourselves and take it out of the um, pharmaceuticals' hands because they give us these pretty little candies to make us get hooked on them, but then one candy will cause another problem and so forth and so on. So that's how that works. And Shauna, again, we're back over there. There's a lot of action over in the yeah. I'm um, gonna chat just room. grab a couple of the. I'm gonna grab a couple of the um, comments in the chat room. Um, 
I have no idea once again where we left off, but in twenty. Um, vocal... Ten twenty. Oh, okay, thank you. Um, Bob says, as all are sovereign, unique and equal, so there is no argument, only difference. So live the difference, right? Is that what that means? So viva la difference. Um, and yes, I agree that you know the world goes round. We are, you know, we're all able to. There's many differences, and if we just, you know, honor everyone's differences, and it's not an argument, but a discussion, you know, a moment of sharing, so that we can understand and grow together. Um, Vorpal reminds us, and Vorpal, didn't we tell you not to call yourself this last time you said this? Vorpal reminds us that he is a 58-year-old farmer, and he just um, he thinks just like Archie Bunker and George Jefferson. If those for those of you who remember that show. You would understand that comment. Uh, Vorpal goes on to say, in the political battlefield, tolerance is just laying the groundwork for the welfare grifters. Okay, not really sure um, the direction of that. So free to uh, drop another chat to explain that if you so choose. And Bob says, I fought with, I fought with it every day. I'm thinking you're talking about depression, um, Bob. Uh-oh, hold on. It's moving. Um, he said he fought with it every day for over 20 years, 20-plus years until I finally healed myself by fully expressing my trapped feelings, because feelings are healings. Um, Borpal says, okay, I'm going to skip that. Bob says that you missed some comments, 216 onward. Okay, well, okay, 216 would be our 1016. You can't throw me off like that, Bob. Let's see. I'm scrolling back up. He's, oh, Bob yeah, we wrote did. earlier, we did. all yeah. the drama and intensity in the world is understandable. The system or the, quote, the cap beast is dying and becoming more desperate and ridiculous in its final death throes. Everything is unfolding perfectly. The age of integrity is overcoming the age of power, hey, just as the Mayans predicted. Sorry for skipping that. What works for you? Um, that is a challenge for all. So I think we are now, well, nope, Vorpal threw one in there at me. Let's see. He, uh, Vorpal wrote, airplanes are spraying chemicals over our cities. Everybody's, everybody's body chemistry is contaminated. Stress isn't dropping human beings. We had stress over millions, year, millions years of evolution. It's the chemtrails that are, that are messing people over. I'll let you address that one, Steve. Um, we can look at that two ways. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, they are. there are things that are being questioned about how we're being poisoned behind the scenes. Um, I, I have no doubt that that's going on because, again, let's go back to what I said earlier about population control. If it's not going to be a war, they're going to come with us with things like viruses and and things that they're spraying and putting around. I know up here, like in Baltimore, what they do, they will come around and um, they they announce when they're going to be spraying at night, and they claim it's for the mosquitoes. And, again, we've had mosquitoes for millions and millions of years, and people have been bitten and did this and that, but, you know, now they're like, yeah, see, you all are leaving this standing water. Well, we had standing water millions of years ago, and now the mosquitoes are carrying viruses, and now when they bite you, they're giving you sicknesses and illnesses, so we have to spray you. We have to spray your food. We have to spray everything. And I think it was last week or one of those weeks where I said, 
Learn how to grow your own vegetables. The taste is different. When they are spraying all of these chemicals and things on us and our foods and it's in our water, we have chlorinated water, so we're drinking the chlorinated water. And most people I learned a long time ago, what you should do is let your water sit to let the chlorine evaporate out of it before you drink it. And most people, I'm thirsty right now. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, whatever. You know, do you is the thing. If that's the case, if you want to come up with a problem for every solution, do you is what we say. Because we're here to put the information out there. What each listener does with it is up to you. And again, all of our guests in our show chat room are our guests. They come on week after week to give their opinions and share their lives. And they have a right to do that. We have a right to agree to disagree. But in that thing, yes, we do have a lot of toxins that are killing us. The question is, what are we going to do for ourselves to help cleanse our soul as best we can? So that's the thing that um, Bob is writing that um, there are toxins in just about everything. We just need to survive. There are no chemicals up here. Yay. And again, when you're living on the land and out there, there are toxins everywhere. There are poisonous plants. There are poisonous mushrooms. My great-grandmother used to tell us about that. She could go out there and pick which ones were poisonous and which ones weren't. She could identify all of that. And I'm like, all look the same to me. But again, there's good and bad in everything. It's how we choose to take care of this gift that we're wrapped in, that our spirits and our souls are wrapped in. So, again, and Bob is writing about, he found a graph of global sales of antidepressants. You can find a graph about global sales of every known um, drug out there. And and what, no matter what it is, pharmaceuticals, it's how they make money. If they don't make us sick, they cannot make money. If the government does not make us sick, they can't have anything to control to put more pockets in the in the to put more money in the pockets of the pharmaceuticals. So again, this is a game that we have to take charge of. We have to take charge of how we're going to live our lives. I know that brother Gene, he's on there um I don't know if he's listening right now, but I know that there's a concoction that he makes of like apple cider seneca then you do the um the celery juice things like that things that Mm -hmm. are simple things that we can go to the store and get our ingredients for to help us take care of ourselves because the government and big pharma are not here to take care of us they are here to get our money only only so Again, um, that's my my um, comment on this. I try to be ready for any comment from anyone. I'm going back over here because I have people that are talking to me on so many fronts right about now. Um, I'm trying to pull in some people saying the same thing, so I'm trying to just kind of summarize the comments and put them into one response mm-hmm. as opposed to reading each of them individually to save on um, repetition. Um, where are we now? 
So, um, so, so again, did you get through all the other comments on your side? Yeah, I'm, well, on my side, yes, I'm back over here on the, the, um, the, um, you know, what do you so call it? While you're show trying chat, to catch so. up there, I think that we're, um, somewhere around that 10, uh, 1030, um, time slot. Yeah. Um, so just, you know, this is the thing, everybody, you know, we all have to, again, be proactive in our, in our walk, on our path. We have to do our, we have to do our own research. We are sharing our experiences and our viewers are sharing their experiences and their opinions. So we acknowledge everyone's um, path to be different, understandings to be different from that of our own, and we respectfully um, listen because we are a show to help people heal. Um, I think that as we move forward um, on our own journeys of, you know, understanding how we can incorporate holistic living in our lives and our own personal lives, um, you know, just find what works best for you. Um, and like I said earlier, please keep an open mind um, because you just never know what information you're going to stumble across or what you may face, you know, tomorrow um, and how that information could help you. Uh, make a decision for you and honor those people who have different opinions. Um, so one of the things I mentioned earlier, um, you know, that worked, that worked for a quick moment was acupuncture. Um, I think I'll try it again um, just because, <laughs> you know, just to try something, you know, to see, you know, what else that, you know, what else works. Um, eating clean is my path that I'm on right now, although I did have such an amazing piece of chocolate something mousse cake yesterday, <laughs> which was really, really, really good, and I'm sure I'm going to have to pay for it and flush my system out. Um, so why did I just think when I said, see, were you, you were, I'm sure you were raised on prune juice, right? Yes. So prune juice um, is like, People are like no, no prune juice. I always kid with my children. Like you know, you know, they say, oh, something this hurts. That doesn't feel good. I'm like, drink prune juice. Drink prune juice. <laughs> and so that's the cure all. But you know, I used to watch my grandmother, who's no longer with us, but you know, lived in her early 90s, and she used to eat prunes like it was just a, like for me eating cookies. You know, it's just a pastime, just eating prunes. And I'm like, why are you doing that? Like it's so gross and nasty, and she's like, she goes, it keeps my system clean. It keeps my system clean, and mm-hmm. and and it does, you know. So I keep a bottle of prune juice. Um, I don't eat them, you know, out, you know, straight the, you know, the raw form of it. I I drink the prune juice, um, you know, to help me cleanse out my intestines. And it's not that oh, I'll go eat this big piece of cake and I'll just go drink prune juice to make it all better. Um, that's not the case. But, you know, just because one of the things I had noticed when I was a heavy meat eater, uh, a red meat eater, my system was sluggish. And so, you know, yes. juice became my best friend. But we also have to be mindful that we have other organs in our bodies that prone juice is not going to do anything for. <laughs> so, you know, you know, look into how to, you know, cleanse and detox out your liver and your kidneys and, you know, other organs that we have. Um you know, there's a lot of great information out there, but we have to approach, we have to do, we have to do more than just one thing. 
um, meaning that right. you just can't clean out your digestive system and think that your liver is all good to go. It's not. I love right. to juice a- ABC juice, um, apple beets and carrots, and I always throw in some ginger um, to kill the dirt taste from the beets. <laughs> Um, and just to give it a kick because of Ginger's, um, you know, healing, you know, factors in that. So, you know, find some juices. If you're into juicing, find some juices. For me, I can juice some veggies and fruits and knock it out, you know, all at one time versus sitting there eating multiple, you know, portions and dishes of vegetables and fruits throughout the day. Um, it makes me feel, when I juice, I feel lighter, um, obviously, because the digestive system isn't working as hard. Um, to, you know, to push things through and, to, you know, pull out the nutrients and the minerals and everything. So, you know, be open um, and just support your own health. Support your health, whether that be, you know, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, whatever, um, you know, pillar you want to, you know, focus on at that time. Um, Bob and Vorpal are going back and forth with each other. <laughs> I think, hold on. Um, well, let I me, let me, we... before we go, go into that, before we go into that, because... Um, I want to get into what's coming for next week. Um, next week, we're going to be going into our open chat, and the theme is relationship recovery. We're giving everyone a chance to recover from the Valentine's weekend because, you know, it was on a Friday, but some people are still celebrating the day and possibly into Sunday. So next week, we're going to go into um, talking about Uh, relationship recoveries and relationships this is um, the third Saturday of the month we're trying to do living your best life Um, we've touched on so many things today but we do have another editorial I want to get to which will lead us into our show for next week Um, again each week as you all see we are evolving we're changing we're growing we are Yes, um, um, Bob, I know that it's Sunday there. Remember, you're our, t- our tomorrow guy, and we're still on Saturday morning here. So um, we're your yesterday people, and you're our tomorrow guy. But I want to read um, Allie B's editorial commentary um, that's leading us into next week, if I can pull it up. And while she's pulling it up, we just want to thank everybody for, you know, making this the active, um, you know, time together today for participating, sharing your thoughts and sharing your opinions. And we really do appreciate the dialogue. So thanks, everybody, for joining. So listen, and this, this is a good editorial. I've read it. It's a, it's a good one. You ready? Uh, yes, I am ready. Okay. Go right in. So. To Now we're going to start what we call, if we were doing aerobics or working out, we call this our cool down time. So we're going to transition into next week. And it starts with the, um, the commentary from Allie B. It says, what I learned from my five-year-old. My firstborn is a sweet, gentle soul. She is purposeful in everything she says and does. I love how she is coming into her own, no longer the shy, reserved child. She stands up for herself and others in her way. My youngest is her auntie, Sour Patch. She is a very serious, stoic child at times, but when she smiles, you forget she was just glaring (laughs) glaring at you and analyzing your moves. My middle child 
is my spitfire. Brianna is the true definition of one who dances to the beat of her drum. She is very outgoing, and she likes what she likes. She says exactly what is on her mind and lets it roll off her back for the most part. When others do not want to do what she does, she was the only child in her class that decided to dress up for Valentine's Day this year. When she was two, she wanted a Spider-Man. One of my systems just went out. Sorry about that. When she was two, she wanted a Spider-Man cake and toy for her birthday. She's the old soul who channels her inner grandmother. She called me she calls me a whippersnapper the other day. And the young girl who calls herself the unicorn princess. She hates being called a diva and corrects you before the word passes your lips. She is the outgoing assertive child I never was. My middle child is a leader in her way. I pray she holds on to the energy and joy she has about life. Whether or not she realizes it, she has set high expectations for how she wants people to treat her. This year, she has had to deal with a girl in her class who, is not, who has not been very nice to her. This young girl has said mean things and has even gone as far as to try to hit her. We've talked about the best way to respond and to let her teacher know if something is happening. Brianna has made it clear to the little girl that she does not want to be her friend. Though the girl is not mean to Brianna anymore and will even say hello to her, Brianna remembers how she treated her. When Valentine's Day was approaching, Brianna made it clear that she was not going to give this girl a valentine. Knowing how it is encouraged that everyone gets something so no one feels left out, I told her that she needed to make sure that everyone gets a valentine from her. Begrudgingly, she agreed. I know she didn't want to give something nice to someone who was not al- who has not always been nice to her, but in doing so, it did not change her relationship. I've thought about the times I've made allowances for people to say and do things to me, and I continue to associate with them. There are too many to count. There are too many instances where my desire not to be confrontational has given people passes for mistreatment. Brianna will have none of that. She knows how she wants to be treated and expects others to treat her how she would treat them. It is important to know your worth and not to accept subpar treatment. I hope it is not too late for me to take a page from the Unicorn Princess's book. So that's what's leading us into next week's program, Um, Relationship recoveries, how many times have we allowed others that free pass time and time again? And I know that someone had mentioned that a lot of adults are acting like children, 
And on the flip side of that, it is children that we as adults can learn a lot from. So next week, it's open chat. And we're going to start off with relationship recovery. Just as this week, we started off with living your best best life in harmony. And it turned into a very fired discussion this week. There are so many comments that we probably don't have time to get to. We'll try to, but right now we want to come back to our base, which is telling everyone that there are options that we chose to consider, whether it be forgetting about the depression and living the best life, knowing that once we come to terms and grips with our lives, that we can live more harmoniously and better peaceful lives um, if we let things go. Not everyone can let things go in that fashion. Not everyone is able to do that. So again, we must understand what works for us. We must look to our inner selves. We must do the research and find the answers that work for us. We've only touched the tip of the iceberg today, talking about ways that have helped us in the past and how we've learned to move on. Bob says that depression was his gift. I say depression is my curse. The difference is that even though our means are different and our views are different, guess what? We both use our experiences in a positive way to keep us alive and moving and enjoying life. We have people who don't agree with the gender issues and all of that, but still it exists. Still it is there. Still we must address it in order for us to understand it or to be able to walk a few seconds in the shoes of those who are going through this. Why do we see such an uptick? I don't know. But we certainly can talk about it and then let it go and live and let live. It's not our it's not our job to dictate to others what they say, how they live. We already have a regime in place that's trying to do that. It's our job to be the best be- people that we can be and to live our best lives. It's our job to share our truth, to share our stories. It's our job to be there to listen, whether we agree or not. As we saw through this show today, we can agree to disagree, and we've had a lot of that today, probably one of the most spirited programs we've had in a long time. But again, bringing it back home, we're those change makers. We are the people, we are the influencers who are telling people, There's somebody in this world listening who can agree with Bob, who agrees with Vorpal, who agrees with Jean, who agrees with Tarjay, who agrees with Shauna, who agrees with me. 
because I'm a mediator by profession, I stay in that realm of being a neutral until it's a day when we're having a chat and it's like, okay, ask Maria for free for all. Then I will give my honest personal opinions, but then we go back to business as usual. So the same thing applies when you're listening to all of this, when you are in your space, it's not my job to tell you what to say or how to say it. I always say that all opinions are welcome within respect and reason. And that won't change. But what we are changing, hopefully, is the way that people understand that we can have different points of view and still come together every week in our own little world for an hour or more or up to two hours, I'll say, to have a good conversation. So that's what I want to leave you all with today. Because this helps me to heal, even if we have this spirited conversation like we did today. Being here with you all week after week helps me to move forward in my journey. Remember, last week I started off, I was broken down. Because sometimes the ghosts that refuse to stay dead come back. And sometimes when you came from that place of heartache and pain, the heartache and pain, that you cannot just leave behind, decides that it wants to rear its ugly head. So every day is a learning process for me. Every day is an evolution for me. And it's because of people like you who gave me those positive words. So again... When we get to that point, you can go with all you want in the show chat room. Some things we won't say on air because it becomes personal in the chat. So again, I don't, I don't, it's, it's again, no one's giving, I think what Bob just said, unsolicited advice is abuse, is abuse. The bottom line is this, this is a discussion. We try not to advise people, give people advice, because the worst thing that hurt people can do is hear people tell them what we can and cannot do. This is a discussion about our opinions, about how we feel about things. That's the difference. If I'm in teaching mode, that's something different. When we start having our classes and virtual classes and all of that, that's going to be something different. This is our place for us to come and share our opinions and our feelings and then move on with our lives. Because every single time that we're here, we're showing someone, well, these people have totally different views on a lot of things, but we're here every week respecting one another. And even if it gets a little heated, Once you turn the heat off of a boiling pot, it will cool down, and we'll come back, and we'll be like what never happened, and we'll start all over again. So, Sean, I'm going to turn the mic over to you. We have about six minutes in our program, people. 
So Shauna's going to end us for today. And um, again, thank you all for being here. And I want you to remember that we respect you. And we're glad that you're here because without you, this would be a pretty boring conversation. Well, maybe not because I ter- have the gift of gab and I can make anything interesting. But <laughs> but um, again, we enjoy you being here. We like the fact that you bring different points of view. And as you can see today, we have a lot of people listening through our, our um, other devices. And they are sending me emails and personal messages, and I'm trying to address them as best I can. A lot of them are saying some of the same things, so I'm hoping that I am addressing them properly. If not, I promise you, we will get back to it, even if we have to spend a few moments next week recapping things. So, Shauna, you can take the mic. Okay. Um, What a wonderful conversation today. I really do appreciate each and every one of you, um, you know, not just for dialing in and supporting us every week, you know, but for joining in um, and sharing your opinions and sharing your experiences. Um, As I go through my week this week, I am going to, you know, just focus on being aware of my present moment um, so that I can, you know, remain grounded And um, just take that time to reflect inwardly um, so that I can see and, you know, what and learn what's best for me. And from this show, I learned that, you know, and I, well, not that I learned, I knew, but from this show, I see that, you know, we as adults can have differences in opinions and we can um, have different methods of expressing ourselves. And just being able to honor and respectfully um, listen and share, it was it was really good for me to see this today because we you know we see so many people being combative right now in the world, um, and I love when people can believe their truth and they stand on their truth, um, and just be able to share it you know on such a platform like this. So I just really really want to just express my gratitude for each and every one of you. Um, So I hope that you took something away today um, in regards to the holistic living um, discussion that we had that you would like to incorporate um, into your lifestyle, your daily living practices. So till next week, um, I can't wait to hear about relationships and to hear about everyone's Valentine's and all that and the people who celebrate February 15th who was not able to celebrate February 14th. And um, I look forward to that discussion. If you guys will please bring your energy back with um, to us next week on that. And I just appreciate you, and I just want to say reach out to us. See, Maria is going to give you all the contact information um, to reach out to the Wall Foundation if you love to drop us a line. Um, you want us, you know, here, you want us to support you. Um, just give us a call. We're here for you, and we appreciate you, and we love you. All right, guys, I got to get to this grandchild who is going to give me a run for my money this day. Take care. <laughs> Okay. Thank you, Shauna. Um, Listen, uh, of course, if you all want to reach out to us, there's several ways. Our number is 202-618-2556. If you don't get us right away, leave a message, and we will get back to you. Um, Our website is thewallfoundationinc.org. That is the mother company. That is a 501c3 nonprofit that is approved, uh, an IRS-approved and recognized 
a 501c3 nonprofit. You can visit that website. It also has a contact form there. And my website, cmariawall.com. My personal emails, let's grow at cmariawall.com. You can reach us there. Um, of course, on social media, you can find me on Facebook. I'm almost everywhere. Um, we have 90 seconds in our program. I want to end with this. Um, with Vorpolite, he wrote, Vorpolite, Dear God, thank you for another day in creation. Thank you for the opportunity to be a better man today than yesterday. God bless the chat room crew. We're going to leave with that. Until next week, I'm C. Maria Wall. I pray you enough. I pray you enough sunshine to brighten your rainy days. I pray you enough rain to make your garden grow beautifully. I pray you enough smiles to turn the frown you've been carrying around upside down. But most of all, I pray you enough strength and courage to face whatever may be knocking at your door, coming your way at this very moment and beyond. Until next time, I'm C. Maria Wall, and we will see you all back here next week. Have a great remainder of your weekend and week. As we begin, we will end with Tori Lee's Finally. Take care, everyone.